You're listening to SBS News. The proposed stage three tax cuts were initially legislated under the previous coalition government in 2018 and are due to come into effect July 1 this year. Stage one and stage two of the tax cuts have already taken effect to benefit low and middle income households. But during a cost of living crisis, it's been stage three of the tax cuts to benefit those on higher incomes the most that is seen as controversial. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese addressed concerns during an interview on commercial radio station Kiss FM, saying his intention is that everyone would get a tax cut. I support tax cuts and everyone will be getting a, uh, a, a, a tax cut. Across the board, what we're doing is looking at how we can help low and middle income earners. Middle Australia, particularly, is doing it really tough. The topic is likely to be raised during a caucus meeting set for Wednesday. Mr Albanese refused to confirm reports that the government is considering trimming the tax cut for the highest earners. As currently legislated, the stage three cuts will eliminate the 37% rate, replacing it with a flat 30% rate for incomes between $45,000 and $2,000. The wealthiest are set to benefit the most, with people earning $200,000 a year or more due to receive a tax cut of $9,000 a year when the top income threshold is lifted for the first time since mid-2008. The changes are expected to cost the government $20 billion in the first year and potentially $324 billion over 10 years. There are concerns that could fuel inflationary spending. Pradeep Phillip, head of Deloitte Access Economics, says avoiding adding to inflation is something the government will have to manage carefully. Right now, are there some Australians who are struggling to make ends meet uh, because wages have been flat or real wages have been negative for too long uh, because the tax burden is growing? Uh, Yes, there are Australians who do need cost of living relief. But at the same time, the government's got to balance that against the fact that the economy is on a knife edge. So they need to make sure they're targeting the relief, they're not giving it to people who don't need the, the money, because if they do, then they'll incur the wrath of the Reserve Bank. And so what we don't want to see is people get cost-of-living relief, but then whacked by the Reserve Bank. There's speculation that one way to wind back the size of the tax cuts for wealthier individuals would be to avoid lifting the top 180000 income threshold to 200000 Economist Chris Richardson says that would save the government $3.4 billion a year. There's also speculation that that money could be redistributed for all taxpayers by increasing the tax-free threshold from $18,200 to $19,500. Richardson says that would result in a universal tax cut of $247 annually. The legislative tax cuts were introduced to deal with what the government identified as bracket creep, which the Independent Parliamentary Budget Office says has the largest effect on people who earn just above a tax threshold. Because the income tax system is not indexed, the tax brackets do not rise with inflation, meaning rising incomes lead to people paying higher average income tax rates. Pradeep Phillips says he believes the income tax system does need to be reformed and the government should consider structural reform. The personal income tax burden has been rising and with an ageing population that's going to be more and more pressure on fewer and fewer taxpayers. So we've got to engineer a tax mix switch. We have to move to a better tax base 
uh, over the medium to long run in order to raise the revenue that both sides of politics want to use to spend on really important things like health and education, the NDIS and defence. So it's really important that we get more fundamental tax reform. We think that the government should go further than stage three, drive even more simplicity uh, and benefits from the personal income tax system and switch it to other more efficient and equitable tax bases. Speaking on Channel 7, Opposition Treasury spokesman Angus Taylor says any change to what was originally legislated five years ago would be a broken promise. This would be the mother of all broken promises. Uh, This is something that the Prime Minister and Treasurer have committed to over a hundred times. As you said, it's in legislation and Labor voted for it and it's been to two elections. So this is not something you change. The Greens have repeated calls for the Stage 3 tax cuts to be scrapped. In a letter to Treasurer Jim Chalmers, Acting Greens leader Maureen Faruqi referred to new analysis by the Independent Parliamentary Budget Office showing three-quarters of the benefit would go to the top fifth of income earners. The analysis also shows the tax cuts would cost $300 million more in the next year and $10 billion extra than forecast in the next decade. The Australian Council of Social Service says it wants the Stage 3 tax cuts axed and the money redirected into targeted cost-of-living relief for those on the lowest incomes. Deputy Prime Minister Richard Miles avoided questions from reporters on the opposition's accusation of a broken promise. He says the government is focused on helping Australians on middle incomes. Let me make this clear. We are completely focused on easing the cost of living pressures on middle Australia. Uh, We've been doing that since the moment that we have been elected and we've seen that through a number of initiatives, be it uh, cheaper medicines, be it putting downward pressure on power prices. Uh, The inflationary environment around the globe um, has persisted um, and that is putting pressure on middle Australia and so we will be entirely focused in all the decisions that we take on easing that pressure. Biwa Kwan, SBS News.